Welcome back to Balls and Beers, everybody. Your favorite MLS prediction show. It has been 84 years, and we still can feel the stings from the last week <laughs> of Balls and Beers. So let's see what happened in the, la the last time that we decided to pick back on uh, the 26th of May, back in week number 14. Uh, before we get into the results, let's go ahead and introduce the guys, Mr. David Arona. Hey, hey. And Mr. Bobby Lepe. Oh, he's Did gone. Oh, Bobby's gone. Hey, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. Hi, All guys. right. So this is a hell of a way to start. All right, guys. Week number 14 was two weeks ago, two plus weeks ago. What happened? The winner of week number 14 is yours truly at 21 points, nine and five. So I actually uh, recovered from the brutal week. Uh, I had in week 13, which I placed uh, minus 33 points. So I got some points back. Uh, I will have an extra double down for this upcoming week 15 if I choose to use it. In second place, Bobby posts a 7-7 seven and seven record mm. for for 16 points. Right. So Bobby had a really funny. nice, healthy score as well for week number 14. And at the bottom of the standings, David with a 6-8 and eight record. Minus two. I was going to say, so, that sounds bad. Yeah, minus <laughs> two for David. So uh, going into Separation. that that week, yep, they were separated by only one point. Well, it's a little bit more than that. The overall standings, I am in first 54 points for me. Bobby is in second, takes uh, a good chunk off of that, uh, that hole he took for himself. He's still in the negative, minus 23, but he has been chipping away, chipping okay. away, chipping away. That's workable. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah workable. I mean, okay. like I said, you, you were at, I think you were at your lowest, what was it, minus 40? No, you were close to that. You don't got to bring up when I was at my lowest. Just, <laughs> minus 43. That was your lowest, minus 43. So you have uh, cut that uh, almost in half. And David at the bottom of the standings, Minus 42 points. So I think you are one off from your low. You were at 43. Um, yep. So, yeah. We head now into week number 15. We're back. We're a little rusty. We'll see how it goes. David, you want to go ahead and get us started? Uh, seeing that it's a work day and still work hours, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, the listeners don't know that, but they do now. Uh, they do now. Uh, yeah, so we are recording on an odd time. We are recording on a Friday, uh, which is probably the first time we've ever done that. Uh, so, yeah, Maybe. we also were on international breaks. So, all right, let's go ahead and get started without the beer. Then, uh, actually, if anything, I should open one. All right, week fifteen. Actually, I don't, David. I don't, I'm not sure why my gauntlet isn't on right now as we speak. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. That. That's I dropped the ball on that one. All right, week 15. Here we are. Uh, so uh, two games have already taken place as of this recording. The first one was Seattle versus Vancouver back on Tuesday. Um, hundred years ago. A hundred years ago. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, let's hear your pick. Oh, we're, we're doing picks from with that already passed? Well, yeah, because it's part of this week. Oh, you're going to have to tell me. I don't have one. <laughs> uh, well, you had a 30 on Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, you did. 
Oh, I, that doesn't sound like me. That doesn't sound like <laughs> me. You don't remember past Bobby, but yeah, he was pretty uh, inebriated. Uh, no, even that guy, even 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 that. <laughs> even that guy wouldn't do that. Even that guy wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends on how how much. But all right, so uh, it's literally the game we had just talked about, dude. Like seconds before we started recording. Okay. Just say the number, Bob, man. I don't remember. Right. <laughs> See, you don't remember five seconds ago, but you—how could you remember past Bobby from like two weeks ago? Minus thirty, dude. Minus thirty. Seattle. Oh. Uh, Bobby locked it. Bobby had Seattle with a five. Uh, he ends up hitting it. Uh, David, you had the same thing. Same thing. So he locked Seattle. It's no brainer, and that is why I doubled it. I got ten on Seattle. So we all started week on the right foot. In game number two, we have on Wednesday result that passed. Uh, Bobby, I'm sure you don't remember what you put on this one either, right? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, so Bobby had New England winning this game with a confidence of three. David, do you remember what you put? Same. I had the same exact confidence in New England. And uh, I had a draw with a confidence of yeah. two. I hit a draw. Uh, so I am currently 2-0 and going into the week with 14 points. That's the and last he- one he's winning, Bobby. <laughs> the last game he's going to win. I hope so. That would be something. Um, I'm, tired. I'm tired of hearing yours truly. <laughs> well, then I'm just going to go backwards. The loser of this week is yours truly. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and head into do the, the weekend games. The first game up, Seattle will play once again. They will host LFC. They have two games this week. No travel. They're both at home. Does that affect anything? David, we're going to go ahead and start with you. Um, look, we're coming back from the international break. Teams have had time to rest. They've had time to to think about these games coming up. So I think in a lot of these matches, um, I'm giving – the the confidence on home team, uh, seeing as that they want to get off to the right foot. So I'm going to give Seattle confidence to three. I think that they can get something over on LAFC. Bobby? Well, I'm pretty much on par with David uh, about the whole home team situation this uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle here. I think this is going to be a pretty good game, uh, but Seattle will take it. I'm going to give them a confidence of three. So, yeah, this is Seattle's second game. Uh, I took that into consideration. There's no travel. I took that into consideration. Um, and uh, I think if it was their only game, I probably would have been uh, – this probably would have been a higher bet. I know that Seattle is a much better side than LAFC. Uh, the standings don't obviously reflect that because Seattle was off um, you know, catching bigger fish. So – I, I agree with the guys the whole way uh, whole way through. Seattle is going to win this game. I have them with a confidence of three as well. And I think if it wasn't for this being a second game, I probably would have put a, a lock on Seattle here. There's just, um, you know, right now they're the cream of the crop. I don't think there's any argument there. All right. Game number four, the New York Red Bulls will host Toronto FC. Bobby, let's hear it. I'm going to have to go again with the home team here. And, of course, Red Bulls. I think Red Bulls are the better team at the moment against Toronto. So I'm going to give Red Bulls confidence of three. 
listen, Insignia is not here yet, right? No. Um, I believe he, he shows up sometime in July. Um, I think that the Toronto FC is is kind of limping along until that happens. They need to make some some roster changes, I think, uh, that they'll probably be able to get done in the, in the transfer window. Um, with the Red Bulls, you know, they're mediocre, but I think they've got plenty uh, to uh, to dispatch Toronto. I have NY, uh, NYRB locked. All right. So normally I think this would be a no-brainer. You got Toronto, who's one of the worst teams in MLS, 23rd uh, to be ex- exact, out of 28 teams. They are sitting in 12th place in the Eastern Conference. New York sitting in fourth, probably dropped a few games here and there as far as results, probably should have won. Um, There's also the whole thing about New York not winning games at home for some reason. You know, those are the games that we're talking about. They've dropped the ball at home, you know, several times. I think their first victory was uh, actually that that last week that we recorded uh, when they beat DC United, another team that's at the bottom of the of the standing. So hopefully they can get back on track here and continue that streak. I'm going to take New York. It probably should be locked, but I'm going to give it one less than David. It's going to be a four for me. Montreal versus Austin is our next game. Bobby, what do you say? Uh, Montreal versus Austin. I think Austin is a better team here, but I don't know. Again, going with home field advantage, I feel like something screwy is going to be here. So I'm going to go with the draw confidence of one. I similarly have a low confidence in Montreal. I have them with the two again, home field advantage. I think um, Austin, while they're they've done well, um, I think Montreal's a pretty good side. And uh, I think I heard the other day that Wilfred Nancy might be the longest tenured coach in MLS right now, um, which is interesting. Um, and and also, well, besides Peter Vermes. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, um, I think they got what it takes. They can beat this, uh, Austin team confidence too. I was half expecting you to say Ben Olsen. Um, yeah, th- these teams are pretty much even pretty much the same spot, uh, as far as standing wise in the respective conferences, Montreal is sitting in third place tied with the New York Red Bulls at 23 points. Um, goal scored is the, uh, Difference maker for for Montreal and Austin uh, currently in fourth in the Western Conference, twenty four points. So only one point separates them from the support shield. This seems to be a pretty even match. Um, Montreal is coming off of a barn burner, four to three over Cincinnati at home. Uh, that was a uh, interesting and fun game to watch, where he said yeah, defense not allowed in this game. Um, and then, of course, Austin involved in. Is it a blowout? It's four to one blowout. I, I, I guess. Yeah, I would soccer, say yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess in soccer, uh, you know, I, I think that is a blowout. Uh, being absolutely murdered by Yoelich in in their last game. So, two different things. That happening. was their last game. That was their last game. Oh my god! That that was yeah. like two years ago. That was eighty four years ago. Um, and so you know. I, for the same reasons, David. I think I'm just going to take 
home field advantage here. I think that they're pretty even, but you know, one has to travel. The other one doesn't. If this was uh, reversed and we're playing the game in Austin, I give the edge to Austin. So we're going to bet with the home field advantage here as well. Confidence of two in Montreal. Columbus versus Charlotte. David. Um, look, I know I just said that uh, I was going to give the home teams the uh, benefit of the doubt here, but I think that Columbus is real bad. It's not a good team this year. I'm giving Charlotte the win. I have a confidence of two. A two. And for me, the opposite way, for no real reason, Columbus, confidence of two. Well, let's go ahead and uh, make this the Balls and Beers Cup for this week. I'm going to go ahead and take the draw here. Yeah, Charlotte is doing better than uh, Columbus. Not by much. It's only three points. So only one game uh, separates these two teams. And Columbus has two on hand. So uh, Columbus could very well leapfrog Charlotte uh, even by the end of this week. Um, but, you know, Charlotte is stingy. And here's the thing. They just lost their coach. So, you know... He was doing fairly well. I have to imagine that um, there were some behind the scenes off the field. Yeah, there was uh, issues uh, going uh, on. I, I think it was their GP that said, um, you can keep your coach or you can sell me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of like, I'm sure, turmoil. Uh, this is the same guy who who said that we're, you know, we're screwed. Uh, in the preseason when I asked about the roster. So, um, yeah. New coach, however, was able to beat the New York Rebels uh, during the international break. This is one of the games that was uh, taking take place. Uh, we actually kind of forgot there were games. <laughs> so we uh, for, for went that uh, very small uh, week. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, Charlotte was one of the teams that ended up winning uh, during the break 2-0 over the New York Red Bulls. So, that is not something to uh, look over. Um, so, you know, I still think they, you know, the travel, I'm going to give Columbus that slight home field advantage here, but not enough credit to where I feel that they're better than Charlotte. I think Charlotte has proven that they're a worthy adversary. Ad- adversary. So I'm going to give this a draw. Confidence of two. As I said, balls and beers cup. Orlando versus Houston is our next game. David, where do you stand? Nope, couldn't find my mute button. Sorry. Uh, sorry, this is Orlando and Houston. This is Orlando and Houston. Yeah. Um, man, I went through and could not really pick this game. Um, I on the one hand, I feel like Houston's going to get a, a a big bump because uh, Hector Herrera is coming in. Um, but on the other hand, uh, I think uh, they're you know it's going they're going to take some figuring out. It's in Orlando. Uh, I I picked the draw on this one. Confidence of three. I for one had no confidence in anyone really, so I just gave it to Orlando with the confidence of one. I uh, yeah, this is an interesting match because I feel that Orlando is not really sure. Uh, what they're going to do, I think. I think we've said it already that this is one of those wishy-washy teams um, in MLS. 
But again, it, it's kind of weird that they're in fifth right now. Uh, the East is pretty pretty congested. I think they were sitting as high as second place at one point. Um, they're they're six five and four. So yeah, they're like that. Just even even team. Uh, Houston is doing as we said better than we expected. They're currently sitting in eighth place um, in the Western Conference. Uh, Seattle woke up and they now have uh, the last playoff spot. They're in seventh, and obviously they're going to be moving up. Um, pretty much home field advantage here. I can see the draw happening, to be honest. I think Houston has actually had some uh, some um, results on the road, but I'm going to just say that Orlando is the better side here, and I will just go home field advantage. I'll take Orlando with the confidence of two. Philadelphia versus Cincinnati is our next game. David, your boys, how do they do coming off of this uh, this break? And one of the cities that was uh, awarded a uh, a World Cup uh, game. So I was going to uh, say Philly, Cincinnati. Cincinnati did not get a World Cup game. No, they oh, did not. Okay, because you said my boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh listen any other any other year uh this is philly with the double down right um cincinnati is is, is that's not the case this year um i don't think this is a, a a game to be sneezed at or ignored um i actually think this might be a pretty good game um but I have to go with Philly. I still have to stick with Philly on this one. I think they're a better team. They're at home um, ever so slightly. I have a confidence of three. Yeah, ditto for me. Philly, Union, confidence of three. Philadelphia was one sitting uh, sitting pretty at the top of the Eastern Conference. Uh, they were my pick to win the Eastern Conference. They're still my pick to win their Eastern Conference. Um, they only have one loss the entire season. No other team in MLS can say that. But like Nashville did last year, they're drawing a lot of games. They have more draws than anything uh, this year. Six victories, seven draws. And the seven draws, the most in MLS. So are they the Nashville of this year? I don't know. Um, but those draws, yeah, it's been because they've been dropping the ball. Some of those results were at home. So they have slipped up and allowed NYCFC to catch up. Um, it is Cincinnati, though. And yes, this would be the ultimate no-brainer any other season. But yeah, Cincinnati looked like they figured something out. So I'm going to have to put a little respect there. I think they're going to give Philadelphia a challenge, but ultimately Philadelphia is the better side. They're going to be at home. Um I agree with the guys here. I'm going to take Philly, but with one confidence point more. Four on Philadelphia. What? Well, is that the... Yes, 100%. Yeah, that was, yep. that was the mm -hmm. game of the week. Philadelphia-Cincinnati game of the week? Oh, no, no, no. I was going to talk about the next Oh, no. Game. You know what? Seattle-LAFC. Uh, yeah, Seattle-LAFC <laughs> is probably game of the week. Yeah, if you're uh, not biased. Okay, so that reminds me. I was going to say from the best game to the worst game. Yes, it is... Uh, this is also a no-brainer. Chicago versus D.C. This is by far the garbage cup. There's yeah. no argument there. Uh, you're talking about uh, 26th versus 28th in uh, as far as standings are concerned. What are we going to do in this game 
David. I largely ignore this game. Uh, even if I did have the Apple TV service that is going to show up next year and and grace us <laughs> with every single game, this is still a game that I just ignore. I remove it from my view because what an awful matchup. I have a draw, confident to two. It's going to be 0-0. Zero, zero. Don't even bother with this one, guys. All right, well, man, just got mean. Anyways, draw, confidence of one. <laughs> I mean, even if you're a Chicago or DC fan, if you see this matchup, probably you're, you're, worse. Yeah, you're probably going to be like, yeah, what else is on? <laughs> you're probably going to watch literally any other game. This is really, really horrible. There's absolutely no storyline here. Um, I think uh, uh, Shakiri even got injured, so you're not even looking at star power here. Um, so. Um, yeah, th- this is just absolutely horrible. I agree with David. This is going to be, this has zero, zero written all over it. Um, and even if it doesn't, I don't even care to watch, see how it happens. It's probably going to, it'll probably be like watching, uh, just, you know, a blooper reel. And that's probably how the goals are going to yeah. be scored. This is just watching, so watch, yeah. watching paint dry. It would be more exciting if this is uh filled with, with bouncers. <laughs> um, no, no one's gonna get that reference. Not, nope. uh, Not a single uh, person. That was just for me. <laughs> I mean, I got it. But all right, uh, I agree with everybody here. It, it's a draw. I'm gonna have the most confidence in it. I have a confidence of three in the draw. Dallas versus Vancouver is our next game. Bobby, what do you say? Uh, looking back at all my stuff, this is my highest bet. Dallas, confidence of four. Um, Bobby cheated on my home uh, or, or was looking at my homework because I have the exact same bet, Dallas. So the confidence of four, I'm not really sure why I didn't go five on this one, but I didn't. So confidence of four, Dallas. They got it. Dallas is currently sitting second place in the uh, Western Conference. Uh, they did go up to Vancouver uh, and uh, lose last month. It was a, yeah, a two to one. Dallas. Uh, I think this is where I, I think we all had a draw and then Vancouver uh, was awarded a very late penalty uh, and injury time. It ruined the draw for all of us in that game. Um, but Dallas is sitting second place in the Western Conference, as I said, and Vancouver is not. <laughs> um, they uh, they beat Orlando on the road three to one. Last time we uh, were out here, I think you guys might have called that game. Um, Vancouver plays two games this week. They got to go play against Seattle, which is a sort of a rivalry, I guess. You know, part of that Cascadia rivalry up there. Uh, we know Seattle's rivalry is Portland. Um, so I guess Vancouver is to them what San Jose is to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so they have to play Seattle. I'm sure that's going to be tough and tiring. Then you got to go. Uh, down south to Dallas. Dallas is only game. They're at home. Um, I think it's hot. It's going to be hot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be pretty hot down there. Uh, again, advantage to Dallas. Uh, this is double down number two for me. I'm going to have Dallas with a 10. Atlanta versus Miami is our next game. Atlanta, another one of the cities that was awarded a World Cup game. So what happens here, Bobby? Well, this one, I usually I would think this is a no-brainer. I would totally give Atlanta a lock here. But every time I do that this season, they fuck me over. So I'm going to go really low with them. I'm going to go with Atlanta with the confidence of two. I still think they're going to win over Inner. 
Um, I have Atlanta with a three. Um, I think they can beat Miami, even though Miami is sort of starting to bounce up a little bit. So is Atlanta. So I have confidence three. So this one was a little tough for me because I honestly didn't know where to go. Miami has not lost since May 7th. Now, that seems, again, like 84 years ago. Uh, but a lot of games have been played since then. Um, they drew Philadelphia on the road, uh, was unable to beat D.C. United for some reason. Um, they beat the Red Bulls. Um, they, uh, they, they ended up losing in the U.S. Open Cup, but uh, drew in regulation. They lost some penalty kicks and uh, beat Portland at home. So Miami has a little bit of an unbeaten streak going for them. Atlanta, well, the thing with Atlanta is we are still seeing that Atlanta side that we are accustomed to. And it's we have to just kind of step away from that. They are mediocre at best. They are 4-5-4. Four, and four. So again, one of those teams where you're just like – Right down the middle there, and they're sitting in eleventh place. So it's not like a good middle. It's it's, eh, yeah. Um, ultimately, I did choose Atlanta, and only because it's home field advantage. I think does Joseph Martinez come back for this game? Do you guys know if he's back for this game? Uh, no idea. No, yeah. I think he's been back. No, 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 no. I think he's been back. Oh, he's been back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, well, you know, it's, yeah, we don't know it's been 84 years. Um, well, I mean, the, the thing is, again, I'm, I'm just going with home field advantage here. It's nothing else. I think if this was in Miami, I, again, I, I would probably choose Miami to win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I might have gone draw. I'm going for that. No, uh, I think Miami can beat Atlanta at home, but going into Mercedes Benz Stadium, I think that's a tougher challenge, but. I don't think Atlanta dominates. I think it's going to be close, but Atlanta will probably eke something out. I'm giving this the lowest confidence I can. It's a one for Atlanta for me. New England versus Minnesota. This will be New England's second game. They have already uh, drawn the first one. They're both at home. This time they host the Loons. David? Um, what is that sound that the loon makes? They're like, Ooh. I'm going to go with uh, Adrian Heat's guys here. Uh, I have Minnesota, confident to two. Uh, that was weird. Uh, I'm going to go with New England, confidence of two. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> um, I've got very little confidence in Minnesota. I think they're also one of those... Mid-table teams, not horrible, but they're not great. Um, I think they're probably closer, um, you know, that seventh spot. Uh, I think they're one of the teams that could probably battle the seventh spot in the Western Conference. Um, they got to travel to New England, but as Atlanta, you know, we're, we're seeing New England of last season, and that's not the case. Um, they've picked it up as of late. They're 5-5-5, five, five and five, so they're like right in the middle um they have picked it up uh i don't want to say if you dropped the ball against orlando i'm not sure who's better there but the thing is i really couldn't pick a winner because i know minnesota can just pull a like a result out of nowhere a result that they had no business getting um and since new england isn't playing up to par 
I really couldn't pick a winner here. So this is Balls and Beers Cup number two. I'm going to take the draw with a confidence of two. NYCFC versus Colorado is our next game. David? Uh, NYCFC, who's uh, their manager, Ronnie Dalla, just departed the team uh, for uh, Belgian. I believe he went to Ngushion Yewu's old team. Um, what is that? Standard Liège. Uh, this is uh, this is not sudden. I guess this was a sort of a planned thing. Um, when you have an owner who is primarily uh, looking at the European schedule, you uh, you you plan all your your stuff based on your European um, seasons. So uh, I think uh, with with Ronnie Dyla moving on. And some of the uh, some of the other guys within the NYCFC organization stepping in to uh, to fill in for for his absence and see the team through for the rest of the season. Um, that's they're gonna they're gonna maintain the consistency that is NYCFC right now. One of the best teams in the league. I'm gonna give them a confidence of three over Colorado. And I was unaware of all of that, but I still gave them a confidence of three. <laughs> NYCFC. Yeah, it's unfortunate that, you know, uh, not only when you are, uh, when your owners are looking at, you know, Bigger Fish, kind of a development team for your other teams in Europe. Um, and just when you have a good coach, right? When you have a good international coach, you're going to stand out. So other teams are going to want you. So it's one of the drawbacks of having that type of coach that it, they can easily be lured by, uh, Easily by another another league elsewhere around the world. So NYCFC still has a good team. They're still the defending champs. They, uh, yeah, they they've crawled. I don't say they crawled, but they have worked their way back up into uh, first place. Uh, remember that they were part of the Champions League. Um, so they started off slow. Well, guess what? Since that, I'm sure I said this before, but since that loss to Seattle, who eventually won, that was back in April 13th. NYCFC is completely undefeated, and their only blemish uh, during that period was a draw against Kansas City. By the way, I'm sure that we all had NYCFC winning that game by a lot. Um, other than that, they've been perfect. Have not lost. They've won every other game. They're currently five games in a row, clean sheets, have not allowed a goal in Five games. If you actually take away the U.S. Open Cup, in which they did allow a goal, well, stretch that streak another two games. I think this is kind of a no-brainer for me, and I'm going to take NYCFC with a five. Nashville versus Kansas City. Bobby, your kryptonite. What happens? And that's why I went with a safe bet for myself, a draw, confidence of one. I'm going to go Nashville here. I have a confidence of three. I think uh, Sporting Kansas City really struggling. Um, so, you know, away from home against a decent side like Nashville, they're going to lose. So I've got Nashville. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel that this should be a no-brainer, but Nashville had a lot of trouble with San Jose, of all teams, uh, the last time that um, these uh, the Nashville played. They were at home. Um, they were, I don't know, 
kind of even, but still a slight advantage. Maybe they probably should have won that game, but they didn't take advantage of it. It was a 0-0 draw. So I'm well aware that Nashville can drop the ball against Kansas City. Who's worse, San Jose or Kansas City? Um, I'm not sure if they've met so far in the uh, in the regular season, but I mean they're 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 close, 25-27. So that would be a garbage cup. So I wouldn't want to watch it. Um, it should be a lock, but it's not. Like I said, I, I my confidence in Nashville is shaking a little bit. I still think they're going to get the victory. Um, it's just not a no brainer. I'm going to agree with David here and give them a confidence of three. Speaking of San Jose, they will travel to. RSL as our next game. David. Uh, RSL is not a bad team right now. Um, I have RSL with the win, confident to three, because San Jose is real bad. Yeah, RSL is not a bad team right now. They're doing pretty well, so they're definitely going to win this. I'm going to give them a confidence of two. RSL currently sitting in third place in the Western Conference. Tied the same points with Dallas. Uh, goal differential uh, and uh, goal scored both in Dallas's favor there. One point ahead of Austin. Two points ahead of the Galaxy and Nashville. So, again, it, things are pretty tight in the Western Conference as well. Uh, some separation with LAFC. They're at the top of 29 points. Um, but they have dropped the ball uh, uh, a couple times. And they have Seattle. Uh, this week, so uh, a lot of teams can make up ground. Dallas can easily make up ground. RSL can make up ground. Uh, the Galaxy can make up ground. Nashville can make up ground. So things might get very much tighter in the uh, in the Western Conference by the end of this week. Um, look, RSL's a better team. They're at home. Uh, I think they have to win to keep pace, and I think this is a game where they feel like they have to win, right? Like, don't drop points to this team at home. So I will uh, take RSL. I'm not sure why this isn't higher now that I think about it. Uh, I'm taking them with a confidence of two. Should be a four. Interesting. I wonder what uh, I was thinking. All right. And finally, guys, our Galaxy is back in action. They remain at home. They haven't left. This whole time they haven't left. They played like three, four games in a row at home. They will continue that as they host the Portland Timbers. Mr. Galaxy, we start with you. What happens in this game? Well, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, the guys are definitely rested. I'm not sure if they're still in form. I'm not sure if the, the continual uh, winning pattern will continue in this game. Uh, so, it's, it, I mean, Portland is not an easy team to, to, to win over. Uh, so this is going to be a difficult game for them. Yet, of course, I'm going to go with my team, with the Galaxy. I'm going to go with them with a confidence of two. They're at home. That doesn't really mean anything. We've seen that before. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to give them the confidence of two. Uh, the Galaxy was showing signs that they were going to start to tank again. And then they exploded in a couple of games. The U.S. Open Cup game and against uh, Austin. Then they had this break. Um the good news is the Galaxy get Sega Kulabali coming back into training, potentially will be available for he, he is officially the upcoming out. games. He's, officially he's out. out. He's out for this game, but he is officially saying, out for this game. I, yeah, yeah. He's out for this game, but I'm saying as an overall kind of wave, like the momentum shift 
he's coming back. He's, you know, we thought he was going to be out long term. He, he may not be. He's coming back with the, He might be available for Tuesday uh, Open Cup. Um, I think this is a huge opportunity for the Galaxy to show themselves what kind of team they're going to be heading into the second third of the season. Um, they have to win this game. They have against a Portland team they've already beaten this season. I think they're going to get the win. I have the Galaxy locked. It's the hope that kills you, right? We're ready to throw away the season. We're ready to just say, here we go again. And as David said, they exploded in the last two games. An offense that has been stale at best. And they score seven goals in the last two games. Um, And they weren't against four teams. So, the Galaxy, you know, did they mentally strike something? Uh, I know the players were talking about it, right? They, they they say that, you know, I had talked about, you know, was that a turning point? That they, they realize, hey, you know what, if we play like this every single game, right? You know, the stuff that can, the, the stuff that can happen. Um, they talked about it. You know, we, we got to we gotta continue this the way that we were playing. Uh, Chicharito said, like, we got to play like this every game. That's the minimum. That is the minimum of what we should be doing. Playing like this for 90 minutes every single game. Um, that, that's coming straight out of Bobby's playbook. Um, whether or not they can do it is a different story. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually go out and do it. It is the hope that kills you. And I have a you know re- somewhat of a restored hope. Hopefully, they can continue going. Portland sitting in 12th. They're not doing great. Galaxy are at home. They're going to feel the same lineup that uh, they have in the past two games. No Sega Kulabali, no problem. We, you know, we, they, they took care of business. No Douglas Costa. Advantage, right? <laughs> so so uh, Kevin Cabral sh- should, should have at least a decent game. Pretty good game. We, we we're starting to speculate that maybe Douglas Costa being in the lineup kind of is, you know, putting this handicap on Kevin Cabral. So we'll see. You know, is it a coincidence or is there something here? I think this game, you know, two times a coincidence, three times you might have to start seeing that something is uh, definitely there. So we'll see what happens. Galaxy have every advantage in this game. I am going to take the Galaxy as well to win. I got them with the middle of the road bet. They got a confidence of three from me. And that does it for us here in week number 15. We are glad to be back. It's been a, a long time. It seems like it really does seem like it's been a, like more than two weeks. Um, we have certainly missed uh, MLS and our galaxy. So we look forward to seeing you guys. We're recording on Friday. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. We will be there tomorrow afternoon. Uh, oh, also the four, the last four, the galaxy games I've attended, they won. So um hopefully that streak continues as well this is uh oh mr galaxy rooting against me here oof that's horrible this is david and bobby signing off later everyone see you tomorrow bye and we'll see you guys next week thank you for listening bye